0: My first guest on the programme on this Wednesday morning is the sports editor of the Roscommon, Harold Ian Cooney. Ian, a huge week end for the Roscommon footballers. Huge day on Sunday uh, with Roscommon and Galway and a very, very hard game to call in the kind of final, isn't it?
1: Very hard, Seamus. Um, obviously, Roscommon going into the game on the back of beating Galway twice in the space of a week there in the March start of April. So, I suppose... Is it too much to expect uh, Roscommon to beat, go down to Salt Hill and beat Galway again? But yet, they're going to a venue where they've won the last two Connacht finals. I presume Galway would probably prefer to be coming to Dr. Hyde Park. So, you know, there's a very interesting dynamic to this game. The weather, we believe, is promised going to be OK, which will be very unlike the last three finals we yes. played down there with there yeah. wind and rain. So, you know, it's um, it's it's all set up for an intriguing contest.
0: Absolutely. And of course, we have uh, Anthony Cunningham, who is a Galway native, even though he's living a long, long time in Roscommon uh, against Parry Joyce. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, uh, you know, is it possible that Roscommon might beat them three times in the one year? And a lot of people are saying, well, maybe that's a bit too much to ask for.
1: Yeah. And look, I suppose when you go through the history of Roscommon and Galway clashes, I think, 1961 I think was the last time that Roscommon would have beaten uh, Galway twice in the league or championship right. in the one season. So I don't know if it's ever been done a third time. So you know, look, when Galway play Roscommon, you know, maybe 6 times out of 10 they they beat Roscommon. So look, it's a it's a it, it, it's a tough ask for Roscommon to go down there and win again, but crucially, you know, they're unbeaten all season. They've been promoted from Division 2. They beat uh, Galway in a very, you know, competitive game in Crow Park, which was a huge victory for Roscommon to win a game against a team of Galway's caliber in Crow Park. Mm. Uh so, you know, Roscommon have a lot going for them going into this game, but I still think they're gonna to have to find an extra five, ten percent to get over the line on Sunday.
0: Right. That's uh, it, it's interesting because Galway have a number of really, really class players uh, Paul Conroy is playing the football of his life in the middle of the field and Roscommon know all about him he scored 6 points in the league final then we have Shane Walsh who everybody knows is a class act uh, and uh, of course we have Damien Comer who is a brilliant player, he's been blighted by injuries but he seems to be back uh, in full fitness so uh, Galway have a number of uh, very very highly accomplished players and Roscommon uh, will uh, do well to, to mark them on Sunday
1: yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Seamus. Like Russ, those three players that you've mentioned—Conroy, Comer, and, and Walsh—you know, if Roscommon can keep them quiet, um, you know they have an absolutely wonderful chance of winning this game. Whereas with Roscommon, it's more the collective. I think you've got, you know, f- five, six, seven players that that that, that could play well, and yeah. it'll be all for the team and to get them over the line. But certainly, you know, Conroy has been playing the football of his life this season in the middle of the field, and you know, every game he has played. Um, you know, he's had an influence on us. And then, you know, look, Shane Walsh is just a class act. And then you've got the physicality of Comer. So, look, the worry, I suppose, from a common perspective, is that if you put out one fire, you're still
0: too, too yes. a hell of a
1: fire yeah, to put out. Yeah. So, you know, they, if they manage to do the, the three, you know, they'll win the game. But it's again, it's, it's hard to see them keeping the three of them quiet. But I'm sure, look, Anthony Cunningham is a very shrewd manager. He's in the game a long, long time he'll be relishing this opportunity to go against Porrick Joyce and, you know, um, see can
0: and the Rossie's Storm Salt Hill once again. Do you know what's a very interesting uh, uh, side uh, story to this uh, game is that both sides have changed their style of play this year. Roscommon are far more direct and uh, they're bringing their forwards into it. They have good forwards uh, and that has paid off uh, really well this year so far. Now, Galway have also changed. They have Keane O'Neill in there uh, and they have a m- much more direct style. I mean, Park Joyce is the manager of the team he was one of the best forwards in the last 30 or 40 years in kind of a, m- a magnificent player. Uh, so, uh, really, uh, both sides, you know, every time you turn to to one aspect or another, both sides uh, have a story to tell.
1: They do have a story to tell, Sharon, and I thought it was very interesting the way that Gaul was set up against Mayo they nearly sacrificed some of that attacking intent yeah, to, yeah. to curb the influence of the the Mayo half-back line. Their, their wing forwards sort of drop back to help out of the defence. And then, of course, when they won the ball back, they just broke at such lightning speed. So, you know, I think Galway have that adaptability within their, their system to sort of tweak their game plan. And I, I presume they'll probably do the same again on Sunday to try and keep the likes of Enda Smith and, and, and Connor Cox and uh, Donny Smith and uh, Kieran, Kieran Martin yeah. quiet. You mm-hmm. know, so... Yeah, they they have the um, the capabilities of doing that. Where I think with Roscommon, I think they really really rely on their on their front football. You know, go you yeah. know, and if they get enough of that sort of front football, where they can feed the likes of Cox and Smiths and martin and these guys, um, you know, again that that's where the game is going to be won and lost. So there's that bit more flexibility I think within the Galway game plan. Whereas Roscommon, we know exactly what we're going to get, right. um, and I suppose that's what Galway are going to try and do is to. Stop Roscommon getting that front football because if Roscommon get that front football, you know we've seen them so many times this year, Seamus, the amount of you know high quality scores they're able to put up, um, they'll win the game.
0: All right, uh, just to finish, then uh, it's uh, Roscommon followers travelling over there at the weekend. Uh, even though uh, Roscommon have won their last two kind of titles uh, on the road in Salt Hill. But uh, this weekend, uh, in your preview in the Roscommon Herald this week, you have a slight preference for Galway.
1: I do, Seamus. And again, that's, I think the desperation on Galway's part to win this game is, is huge. Um, I don't think Galway have won a Connors final no. in Salt Hill since 2008. And that's a long, long time for a, a, a county of Galway's tradition to, to go without winning a Connors final on their, on their home turf Um the last Connacht kind of final they actually won was in the Hyde in 2018. That's so, right. Mm. You know that. You know that. That nearly equates to a famine from a Galway perspective. So I think there will be a huge, huge desperation on Galway's part. I think a huge pressure as well on Páirc Joidhe yeah, to yeah. make sure that you know Roscommon don't come to Salt, Salt Hill and win their third Connacht kind of final on the trough down there. And you know that desperation, I think, just might be the deciding factor. Like they will pull out all the stops to try and prevent Roscommon from, from winning again and I think look, don't get me wrong I would love obviously for Roscommon to go down sure, and, this absolutely, game. Yeah. and you know I just think that goal is desperation and that huge hunger to sort of you know get back to the top of the table and Connacht just might see them um, through but it'll be close
0: It will be close and I'm looking forward to what I have to say and uh, we'll see you up there Ian thank you very much for your time uh, and uh, we'll see what, what uh, happens on Sunday
1: No bother at all, Seamus. Talk to you soon.